Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just a little inside information for those of you on Patreon who watch this live, watch the video live. In case you're wondering why sometimes I'll count down and then not have the music ready. Every time, actually. You know why it's that every is every time. Else? Why is that? It's not every time. It is every time. It's not every time. That is because... Seems like it's every time to me. That is because um, I use a soundboard, which is barely available anymore, but this computer is from nine years ago. And in soundboard, you have to pick. It's a it's a soundboard. You know, that's where all the mm-hmm. music is and most of the cuts. And stuff. You have to uh, pick the output, and it's automatically set to um, to um, the the um, built in output, which sends the sound to the Comrex. <clears throat> so I have to switch it to USB, which then sends it to which then sends it to um, the board and then to us that's why that is just so people want to know other inside baseball stuff <clears throat> morgan says the mics are hot just they are FYI. check one two check one two my my mic is not recording hot i can tell you that i think it's sending it out of there hot can you turn down the okay. output what's to your, mine do you know which one is yours the silver amazon one with the black cable oh yeah that's really hot Okay, check one two, check, check one, one two. two, check one two, check one check two, two three, check, check one, one two, two three. check one two, check one two, it's still a little, I think you can go down Okay, I mean, okay. I, usually I, I count on my darling and beautiful and competent wife to handle the video portion of the show, but thank you, Morgan, for being the <laughs> assistant producer, or really producer. Okay, how about now? Check one two, check I one two. I think it's good now, go. I'm going. Okay. So we've got four cameras now. 
because Alice has a Windows machine, it won't accept one of the cameras, which works just fine. So we had to get rid of that one. So that's a hundred dollars gone. <laughs> then we bought two more cameras, so two hundred dollars. That's three hundred dollars because Alice they were, no, got you a, don't a get Windows to count it like stupid that. Windows. You yeah. don't get to count it like that. And yes, they were only eighty dollars. So replacing the one that uh -huh. was broken is only eighty dollars. And I've tweeted and pictures a video of the cameras. And our coasters, which we brought in from Newport Beach, California, where Alice demanded the naked uh, uh, mermaid one. You Alice. asked me which one I want. I said the mermaid. Mm -hmm. Who girls like she's mermaids? She's naked. It's the it's a female form that's on there that you're. There's after. a boat and there's a mermaid. Which Boys back like to, which boats. Brings us back like they to like watching Master and Commander. Sophomore year at Tufts University, where Alice went in like a different that, direction. And briefly. girls like mermaids. Which I'll let her talk about when she wants to, when she feels comfortable. <laughs> All right, so um, you, where do you want to start tonight, Alvy? Oh my gosh, so much going on. Well, let's just uh, let's just start off. Speaking of people who are in our Patreon live stream right now, which we do daily, mm -hmm. that um, I wanted to congratulate you, honey, on your appearance on KMS last night. Well, I mean that's a little niche. Bo bo Broadcasting. It is a little. It is a little. Well, but know, I just thought it was funny Morgan, because we're going to start with Morgan. He actually tweeted out. I think it was Morgan. He tweeted out pictures of, um, of Tim Pool, mm -hmm. who had who was apparently doing an interview or was riding along with um, with Milo and those guys, uh, Milo and Nick uh, Fuentes and uh, Kanye mm -hmm. on the jet. And apparently there's some kind of special coming out or video documentation coming out. That he's doing tonight. Yes, he's live streaming right. at exactly the same time we are, which Morgan also oh, really? posted to us to oh, let yeah. us know. So, so, and so, like, like, obviously I think Fuentes is poison, but what but I you watch, like Milo. Would I watch that? Hell yes. First of all. And you like Tim Pool, right? I what like it, where Pool. is it? And I, I have, don't think, I've not been on a private jet, but where is it that dudes on private jets wear sunglasses Always in like gym suits, like that's private jet chic. I assume when they I get guess on. so. I don't know. I don't have one. I haven't been on one. I'll make a note to dress like that if I ever have a private jet, honey. I definitely want to. If the moment, if it ever happens, and I've ever got like any money or power, I will be putting on airs. It's fair to say, Alice, putting on airs, so I can feel better. Then that's what life mm -hmm. is about. So anyway, so I didn't. So. KMS was on at the same time as us last night, so we didn't watch live, and then I was exhausted, so I fell asleep before I finished the show last night, as I believe did you as well. So then I was listening during work today, as I do, when all of a sudden I hear Tom Shattuck's voice <laughs> in the calls. They took calls and then <laughs> got a bit iffy there for a moment. When uh, something... Familiar in the background. You know what that is, else? Let mm -hmm. me take off on Jerry. Whenever Jerry, I know, says... I know what that is. Yeah. Okay, because I just said, do you know what that is, Alice? And you refuse to answer. <laughs> I don't think it's that funny, though. Okay, so you know, and okay, asked if you thought it was funny. I said, do you know what that is? Okay. This is communication, on air communication. I do. It's are, when Jerry's what, afraid you know to say a word. You know he does that Alice, instead, and it's a you thing. You are, on... you are trendy. <laughs> you are so trendy. I don't think you should <coughs> copy Kirk things. I'll copy Kirk things if I want to, and I'm copying that one right there. I'm going to work on it and okay. make sure I get it good, too, except it takes a lot of wind to 
Okay. Power. But uh, anyway, okay, so I, of well, course, immediately recognized my so. darling husband's voice and recognized it this as being be our show last night. order of business, night. Alice. Doesn't well, make us like a little freaking uh, I just think it's begging funny. for attention. Please see us, Kirk. Please see us, Kirk. You know what I, know, I just thought it was funny because I recognized you realize, your voice right away. Okay. And I recognized that it was last night's show. Okay. So we're, let's listen to this is the Kirkman hand show from okay. yesterday. Well, you, wow. tweet, you said it to her. Wow. So, yeah, it must be true. Hello. Party in the USA. Party in the USA. Moron. What the f***? What are you listening to? RNC. So I'm guessing news channel of some kind. Jerry, by any chance? <laughs> What's going on with Jerry? Anything new or no? Thanks for the call. Okay. First of all, it was obviously my voice. Mm-hmm. Kirk Shamus so Mahan knew that. You think so? I think this is what they did. And this is what they like to do. I think that they, Dave racked that up. They took that call, saying quotes, knowing that it was me, in an attempt. And I've seen this. How I've would seen, he know it was you? Because Dave listened to the show. Or listened mean? to enough of the show. No, that was during, it I was know. live. Dave drew it, Dave pulled, Dave pulled it in. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. On purpose, so that it's a test to see if you and I would jump at it, which of course we did. And that's what it's about. I don't think so because how would Dave? I don't understand how Dave would know that that was our show. But Dave can stream our show. We tweet about it. He knows stuff going on. How would he stream it? Is he one of our Patreon patrons? He might be. I don't know. There he, were only like the number of people in the live stream was not a huge number, and or it was a coordinated effort with the Patreon. Hmm. My moles tell me that uh, I've got this guy nailed. So here's the original version of that. On a personal level, at, at the RNC in 2016, he was just like very sweet and fun. So, and not everybody had to be. You know, he was kind of a he was kind of a real good get then, and he was just sort of cool and accommodating and mm -hmm. just. Like just, he was just very nice. You can hear my stroke in happening. <laughs> in um, but um, so I don't get how David now. But I, regardless, I want to make sure that they can't monetize now because it's copyrighted material that they were playing during their show. <laughs> that is Tom Shattuck material they were playing in their show, Alice. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, there is a great piece in the Wall Street Journal about Fauci, and it's it, like, this is so, I'm just going to read a little bit of this, or do you want to read it now, since you can read gooder than me? I can go read Let it. Me read I it. did not have Let that pulled up. This is, no, no, you don't have to read okay. it. This is called Public, Public Distrust of Health Officials is Anthony Fauci's Legacy by Elisa, Alicia Finley. Do you know her? No. I love this piece, and it's not very long. I love it because... It's one succinct in 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 wrapping him up, mm -hmm. and two, it's really well written. She really she'd be a great tabloid. She when the Herald was the Herald, she would have been a great mm -hmm. writer. But then again, she's working on the Wall Street Journal, so she's doing just fine. Okay, Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci gave his final press conference last week as head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, a post he has held since 1984. Regrets about how he handled the COVID-19 pandemic? He had a few, 
but too few to mention. Do you get? Do you is that, do you recognize that? No. Regrets. I've had a few, but too few to mention. I did okay. it my way. Get it? Regrets. He had a few, but too few to mention. Asked how dubious public health advice from the Trump White House affected progress during the pandemic. Fauci boasted, well, you remember if you were around that at this podium, I contradicted those, which set off a whole series of things in my life. He added, the people who have the correct information, who take science seriously, who don't have strange way out theories about things, but whose base uh, what they say on evidence and data need to speak up more. Because the other side just keeps putting out misinformation and disinformation, and it seems to be, and they seem to be tireless in that effort. Strange way out theories, writes the author of this. You can only guess whom he had in mind. Those who argued COVID likely leaked from a Chinese lab, opposed lockdowns in favor of focusing protection on the most vulnerable, questioned the science of mask mandates, and said schools should remain open since children were at low risk of illness. Dr. Fauci said he wants to be remembered for his work on infectious diseases such as HIV and Ebola prior to the pandemic. Quote, although COVID is really, really very important, it is a fragment of the 40 years that I've been doing it. Alas, Dr. Fauci's legacy will be marred by his divisive and arrogant leadership on that really, really important fragment. Start with this dissembling on masks. When the virus began to spread in the U.S., he advised that there's no reason to be walking around with a mask. He later reversed himself and acknowledged his earlier guidance was based on worries that there wouldn't be enough masks for healthcare workers. In other words, he told an expedient lie. Weeks later, he endorsed universal masking, even though studies showed cloth masks don't protect against other respiratory viruses, and there was little evidence, little evidence they would do so against COVID. Over time, it became clear that COVID was spreading through aerosols, tiny particles, and that cloth and surgical masks do a poor job of filtering out. So Dr. Fauci recommended, so Dr. Fauci recommended double masking, for which there was scant evidence. Quote, if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on. It just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective, he told NBC. Yet common sense also suggested lockdowns wouldn't work. When China locked down its Wuhan region in 2020, Dr. Fauci expressed doubts in an interview with CNN. Historically, when you shut things down, it doesn't have a major effect. Here, too, Dr. Fauci swiftly reversed his opinion. The initial call by Trump health officials for 15 days to spread the sl slow the spread in March 2020 stretched into two years as Dr. Fauci invoked one virus flare-up after another to argue for keeping public restrictions. Some scientists in fall 2020 offered an alternative strategy of focused protection for the elderly and a high-risk patients in a document called the Great Barrington Declaration. Quote, adopting measures to protect the vulnerable should be the central aim of public health responses to COVID-19, it read. Those who are not vulnerable should immediately be allowed to resume life as normal. Once again, those who are not vulnerable should be immediately allowed to resume life as normal. Dr. Fauci worked with then-National Institute of Health Director Francis Collins, who's the psychotic who sang songs, to, quote, take down the declaration. Quote, this proposal from three fringe epidemiologists seems to be getting a lot of attention and even a co-signature from Nobel Prize winner Mike Levitt at Stanford, Dr. Collins wrote to Dr. Fauci in an email. There needs to be a quick and devastating published takedown of its premises, he continued. The two subsequently did multiple media interviews denouncing the strategy in an effort to chill debate. 
It's nonsense, Dr. Fauci told ABC. Dr. Fauci also dismissed the hypothesis that the virus leaked from a lab, perhaps to protect his legacy, which helped fund gain-of-function virus research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Researchers who've studied the virus's genetic sequence say it most likely leaked from the lab, but without assistance from China, this may never be known. Yet in an interview with Wired magazine this month, Dr. Fauci implied that those who disagree are ignorant or malicious. Quote, I believe that anybody who studies the situation can't in good conscience say that the lab leak is the most likely explanation. During last week's press conference, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre slapped down reporters who asked Fauci about the virus's origins and lab leak investigation. How dare anyone question Dr. Fauci's expertise and judgment? If you don't agree with him, you don't believe in science. Quote, it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous, Dr. Fauci asserted last November. But open debate and inquiry is the essence of the scientific method. Like all of us, Dr. Fauci is a mere mortal who has character flaws, hubris most of all. He presented himself as infallible. Many liberals all but worshipped worshipped him. His high-handedness and lack of candor with the public sowed distrust in health officials and vaccines. No matter how much he pleads to the contrary, that will be his legacy. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously spot on about Fauci and his whole thing. I mean, like he's destroyed public health, right? Like trust in public health officials, trust in all that stuff. He's responsible for it. And it's his statements and it's him deliberately misleading the American people on so many fronts that led to that being the case. So yeah, I, I mean, and that will be his legacy. But he's also, like, not gone. You know, right. he's going to still be out there. He was on a bunch of the Sunday shows this weekend. Like, what are we doing? Why Why are we playing this stupid game? I don't really get it. It's so dumb. And, you know, fundamentally, I... um. <sighs> Uh, Morgan's asking in the chat where our Fauci ornaments are this year. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there are a bunch of people who who are still celebrating Fauci. Actually, one of them, um, you know, this guy. Have you followed this story at all? The um, sorry, remember that dude who got hired to the uh, federal government, who's like the weird, uh, non-binary gender fluid thing. The like shaved head guy. I'm not sure you got hired for something. Yeah, he works in the energy department. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, and the thing was that he'd be near like nuclear something. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like near nuclear stuff. But so anyway, um, he's out here, um, and he's there's um this whole story that. He was charged with taking the wrong bag at the airport. Yes, yes. Um, so, I mean, like, I only see it from this one news source, Alpha News. Do you know anything about this no. news source? Um, so, I don't really know anything about it. It's obviously a right-wing source, so I don't know, like, how credible this is, but it links to a bunch of other sources, so I don't know. But he was hired to the energy department. Um, and he was all for it, and he's like one of these people who worships Fauci. Um, he taught a kink class at his high school. Oh, good. Um, and 
and he he loves Fauci. He he where was the part where he said he like paid tribute oh brenton who goes by the name sister radioactive attended the group's 2021 lavender mass where he paid tribute to daddy fauci um according to the washington examiner he talked to college students about how he enjoys tying up his significant other like a table and eating his dinner while he watches star trek seems like a totally normal well-adjusted video so anyway so in this news story, they're saying law enforcement at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport were alerted to a missing suitcase in the baggage claim area September 16th. The adult female victim said she flew in on a Delta flight, went to retrieve her checked bag. Airport records confirmed it arrived but was missing from the carousel. So they reviewed video surveillance footage and saw him. His name is yes. uh, Sam Brinton. Yeah, Samuel Otis Brinton. I'm looking at the the. For, the district court document here okay it's, so it's there is thing. more yeah there okay is, a lot. so um airport records confirm the navy blue vera ba- bradley roller bag arrived the complaint says brenton removed the luggage tag from the bag placed it into a handbag he was carrying and left the area at a quick pace uh then he arrived on an american airlines flight from washington dc but did not check a bag meaning he had no reason to visit the baggage claim Police showed the surveillance video to the victim, and she confirmed it was her bag. He left the airport for in an Uber for a stay at the Intercontinental. He returned at, to the same airport a few days later with the bag in hand for a departing flight to D.C. Surveillance video, video from Dulles shows Brinton arriving with the bag on October 9 return trip trip from europe the complaint notes the victim said the estimated value of the bag and its contents was around two thousand three hundred and twenty five dollars police questioned him about the missing bag in a phone call and asked if he took anything that did not belong to him not that i know of he responded he later admitted to taking the bag but said the clothes inside were his according to the complaint if i'd taken the wrong bag i'm happy to return it but i don't have any clothes for another individual that was my clothes when i opened the bag he told police (laughs) according to the complaint he probably believes that too he allegedly called the investigating officer two hours later and apologized for not being completely honest. This time, he said he took the bag because he was tired and thought it was his. He told the police he realized the bag didn't belong to him when he opened it up at the hotel, but got nervous and didn't know what to do. Worried people would think he stole the bag, because he did. Uh, Brenton told police he left the victim's clothes in the drawers in the hotel room. And he brought the bag back to D.C. because it would have been weirder to leave a bag in the hotel room. Police told him how to return the bag, but as of October 27th, the victim had still not received her bag back. Police also learned that no clothing was recovered from the hotel room. His first court hearing So there were screenshots all day of people Googling this and getting no search results. I just Googled Sam Brinton arrest. Mm-hmm. And now there's a special disclaimer. First result is with a little clock on it says, it looks like the results below are changing quickly. If this topic is new, it can sometimes take time for reliable sources to publish information. Check the source. Are they trusted in this topic? Come back later. Other sources might have more information. Well, Fox News and Daily Mail are reporting it now. Like within the last hour, those results have gone up. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're just looking at the same source or if they're looking at the court documents or what. He's not arrested, I don't believe. I believe he's just been charged and he's due back in court because he hasn't returned the stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if, I mean, Fox News is pretty careful with their sources. So I would think that it's probably pretty safe to say it's true now. I don't know about Daily Mail necessarily, but. This guy is a psychotic moron who looks like, who looks thoroughly stupid. He's got this baby Huey head. I hate him. And it's not because. Is this the satanic guy? Morgan's saying this is the satanic guy. I think that's another creepy Biden administration official. This guy is... He's a mess. He's a really creepy dude. Yes. 
but I'm happy he's paying tribute to Daddy Fauci. Needless to say, I think he's probably going to be fired. It's also possible that crazy people are just crazy people and that we don't have to go around pretending that they're not crazy and hiring them for important jobs like they're normal and all pretending that they're normal because maybe if you're the type of lunatic who dresses up in women's clothing, you do other things like steal other women's clothing and then pretend it's yours because you're just a psycho. Like, is it possible? There's, and you know, insane people are just insane people, maybe, possibly. So There's a great picture of him and Rachel Levine standing together. Standing yeah, together he's all excited. And the Biden administration's all excited. Morgan agrees with me. That's a different one, and it's hard to keep track. I agree. It is, because they've hired a number of total lunatics for the Biden administration. And I don't know who's, like, running the ship there right now, to be honest with you. It seems out of control. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so that that's a news story. And like I say, like within the last hour, Fox News is apparently reporting on it, too, and some other people. Um, but yeah, what a screwed up nuts whole thing. That's a crazy person. That's a crazy person. If you take someone else's luggage at the airport and then lie to the police about it, you're just I mean, that's like a weird impulse control kleptomania thing, is it not? Yeah, I would say so. <sighs> Sorry, officer. Those were my clothes. Like, no. <laughs> like, how did your clothes get in her suitcase? The whole thing makes no sense, and he's just a lunatic. Anyway. Anyway, so that's how that's going. That's incredible. I can't believe that. That is incredible. Uh, you know what? It's not incredible. All right, let's go to CNN. Uh, who is interviewing somebody on monkeypox? There's a monkeypox um, update, Alice. Thankfully, this is this is Alice can tell you guys she's been hearing me kvetch about this every day for the past nine months. Pivot to another story. Monkeypox has a new name. It does have a new name. So the WHO says it's MPOX. And there's an interesting reason for this, kind of a, a, a sad reason in many ways. There is a concern that monkeypox, that the word engendered stigma. I want to read to you a part of a letter. MPOX? Hold on. <laughs> the word engendered stigma. How did the word do that? And the WHO held meetings on this. The word engendered stigma. Now, I don't know if it's stigma for the monkey population. Mm -hmm. In which case, that's not normal. That's fine. But I don't know that we should necessarily be doing uh, audits on the emotional well-being of monkeys in the world. Or if it's, if the word monkeypox engendered stigma because the people with burning open sores through um, a, a preponderance of sexual tornadic activity uh, aren't are more concerned about the word monkey than the burning pain they're feeling. Yeah, I don't think the stigma was the problem with the monkeypox. Right. That the New York City Department of Health wrote in support of getting rid of the word monkeypox. What the New York City Department of Health said was, look, we're joining others expressing serious concern about using the word monkeypox given the stigma. New York City Board Department of Health. 
Mm-hmm. We have expressed their serious concern. That's what they're doing there right now. Yeah, we're not going to do anything about the monkeypox you keep getting. But we are going to rebrand it because of the stigma. But it may engender and the painful and racist history within which terminology like this is rooted for communities of color. So is just nobody allowed to say the word monkey at all anymore ever? Is that how this works? Racist history within which terminology like this is rooted for communities of color. I guess that just means you just can't have the word monkey anywhere at all, ever, anymore, right? I am now want to put out, because I know that there's the NSA and I know the Russians have their own NSA. Mm-hmm. Dear Vladimir Putin, I have never done anything to offend you or harm you whatsoever. My only request from you is that you launch every single ICBM you have and destroy every city along the eastern seaboard and the western seaboard. I am more than willing to perish at this point. Please show mercy and nuke us now. Please. Amen. You say I don't pray. I know, I know. I guess. So we pray. don't deserve to be a country or... This, this is why... These are public health experts. And when they say, when you hear Fauci say, you know, the institutions of public health are now being... These people are freaking jokes. These people are laughing. These people are fools. These people are morons. These people are psychopaths. These people are not worth ever listening to. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever. If you've been in the uh, the hospital bureaucracy, mm-hmm. where you're dealing with the way the hospital has to deal with it, government regulations, because the government sucks, and of course they make uh, a hospital journey clunky and asymmetrical and stupid. If you've ever been that, can you let me know when you're done? No, I know. I just okay. I broke something. You're doing something? So, no, I you're in the video, so I'm trying to fix it. So. <sighs> What is it okay? Can I am I allowed to work on things during the show or no? Can you when can you rejoin the show? I'm having to anytime, but I mean, like, I also need you to be able to sometimes, like, you do stuff during the show and I fill and I look I know, at but you. I've, been, I've been for the last 10 minutes talking to myself. It has not you. been 10 minutes. Stop. Okay, so what are you doing? No, this camera stopped working, so I'm just trying to figure out why. <sighs> okay. So once again, the monkeypox thing to me simply means that public health is over, mm-hmm. and that is just life. And um, I, 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 there is nothing that they can ever say ever to get it back. These people are on a different journey. These are people who go to conventions, get gift bags. These are people who know the best food stations to eat during the different theme nights they have at these week long and month long conventions. That's what these people do. And there's no place for them ever where anything else is. There's no, they have no time for it whatsoever. 
Um, so I'm just going to set it so it doesn't go to that camera now. Okay. Because I don't know why it's doing this at the moment. Um, and we'll fix that later, but, um, anyway, so that's great, obviously about the monkey pox. Um, and you know, the story that I'm more interested in right now, which is the Twitter, uh, anyway, keeps developing. Did you see Elon Musk said today that Apple has told them they actually are looking at removing it from the app store? Oh, really? No. Yeah. So that would be pretty huge if like you and all the other iPhone users could no longer get Twitter on your phone. It actually plays perfectly into the Elon, the, the monkey box thing. Mm -hmm. There is a battle on now that's based on declaring symbolically your allegiance to a cultural movement or not. Right. And that's why this freak who stole the clothes with his picture with the other freak who who was from Wakefield, uh, they're daring us. Daring us. Don't accept this. And we will destroy you or try to. And that's what they're doing with the Twitter thing. Right. And I mean, the Biden administration said well, they're looking fun. at what they can do about Twitter today. Too. Obviously, what happens the moment Apple stops making Twitter available on my phone? Um, what happens in this house? You get a new phone? Exactly. Because you use Twitter all the time. Of course. And also, I don't like a-holes. I mean, these guys... Apple has slaves. What are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah. And they're going to push back against some guy who's not a psychopath, or at least is a psychopath who believes in free speech? It's absolutely incredible. Hello? absolutely incredible this is i mean i can't imagine a better way to di divide and fracture and just you know what might as well i'm gonna put the camera on you and then i'm gonna go pick up our daughter oh okay oh, did the, oh what happened just no yeah okay 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 i'll start back on the monkey pox and okay is there one shot of me or two? What? One shot on me or two? It has nothing to do with you. No, one shot on me in camera or two? There's just... What? Well, no, I... Okay. okay I'll, go, I'll go right now. Okay, can you send me a text on what? We're going to be 40 minutes late to pick up our daughter because... Can you... Can you give me a... Te can you... What? Can you text me as to what's going on? Sure. Okay. Now, the key might be in my vest. Okay. Where's your vest? Okay. It's downstairs somewhere. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, as I was just saying, the parent who was supposed to pick up our... Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jesus. This thing got derailed. Well, I can't even think about the monkeypox anymore. I can't do it anymore because it's so freaking insane. And I'm not playing the insane game. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. 
I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm not, I'm not, well, but, but, but once again, okay, and here's, so that's one part of what this administration has signed on to as what we want to be part of. Yay, we want to be part of the people who make sure a priority Instead of stopping monkeypox, remember they were afraid to say anything because we have something going on. You know, the, they, they, they were afraid to say anything when there was a big outbreak of Omicron in Barnes' table. Remember that? But these people are just absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. And I'm not playing around with this monkeypox thing. This is, these are morons. These are, these are dumb dumbs. Dumb, dumb, dumbs. And they go to Ivy League schools and they, they look good and they have Pelotons and they have Range Rovers and they suck and they're morons. And I'm sick of it. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Here's John Kirby. Now, we have a situation here in China where a, there are huge protests happening in China, the biggest since Tiananmen Square, because, among other things, uh, China's got a zero-COVID policy. They've been welding people into their apartment buildings. In one of these buildings, there was a fire, and people perished trapped inside an apartment building, which is not a good way to go. So now people have taken to the streets in China, and there's been a bunch of video, which, thank goodness, there's video here, and there's stuff happening. And so... The reporter wants to know um, what the administration's reaction is essentially to these protests going on. Now, do you think that this administration, you figure that all of the, everything that's happened because of COVID, remember they blame everything on COVID, not their own actions, whatever. Do you think maybe we would have some consternation for China on everything that they've done to create absolute chaos in the world? And now, since there's protests and they've been welding people inside of houses and people have been dying and they're not cracking down on them, do you think maybe we could support some protests? I'm wondering, what is the president's reaction when he hears protesters in China chant freedom or Xi Jinping step down? The president's not going to speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. So there's no reaction? This, the, the, these protesters are speaking for themselves. What we are doing is making it clear that we support the right of peaceful protest. And <clears throat> Which is total half-assed. You can't give them anything? Anything? You can't give them anything. God, it's so half-assed. But it's the same kind of... Either one, he doesn't want to mess with them because he's in the rears to them. Or two, it's just bureaucratic... Double speak horseshit does nothing, nothing, nothing. The same kind of thing with when they were sitting, the health pe care people were saying, uh, out of um, out of a degree of caution, we're not going to allow schools to open, and this and that, this and that. It's absolute cowardice or incompetence or or corruption. That's what it is.
Meanwhile, the Biden family excluded the, the daughter Hunter had out of wedlock through the White House stocking display for two years in a row. She doesn't get a stocking. Remember, he's a really good man. He's like your uncle. Remember that? Other piece that we had sent around, Al sent to me, is that Disney Pixar's new left-wing propaganda film, Strange World, is bombing at the box office. Main character is gay. This bi-white racial couple, no white couple, climate change metaphor, even the dog is disabled. <laughs> that is great. Here's another TikTok person. Singing It's Me. Hold on, that's Pepper snoring. It's me. Hi. I don't know why I'm watching that. Oh, I see. I see. That was the Ed Markey thing. Okay. Um, here's another thing. Uh, just going back to Elon Musk, this is actually a good thing. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre has asked about... Listen to this Listen to this per person from Reuters. Ask this question. This loaded question. Really, it's not even a question. It's an opinion piece. She asks... Um, to Karine uh, Jean-Pierre. A question about Twitter. Um, you know, there's a researcher at, at Stanford who says that this is a critical moment, really, in terms of um, ensuring that Twitter does not become a vector for misinformation. I mean, are you concerned about the, you know, Elon Musk says there's more and more uh, subscribers coming online. Are you concerned about that? And what tools do you have? Who is it at the White House that is really keeping track of this? So look, this is something that we're certainly uh, keeping an eye on. Keeping an eye on. Remember the press saying, there's more Twitter users than ever. Now Elon's in charge. Not the good activists anymore. They're not there anymore. What do we do about all this information getting out into the world that's been unvetted by us, the purveyors of truth, the gatekeepers of truth? Are you concerned? Are you? What are you going to do to make sure that there aren't other voices? We want our voices to be the only one. What are you going to do? This is unbelievable that a media is asking for less information. We want less information. We want less information coming out into the public, uh, public uh, marketplace. That is insane. That is insane that you would ever say that as a real reporter. Jeez. And of course, Corinne Jean-Pierre plays right along. She's ready. She loves the idea. And uh, look. Um we, you know, we have always been very clear, um, and that uh, when it comes to social media platforms, it is their responsibility uh, to make sure that um, when it comes to misinformation, when we when it comes to the hate that we're seeing, uh, hate. that they they take action, that they continue uh, to take action. Again, 
we're all keeping a close eye on this. We're all uh, uh, monitoring uh, what's what's currently uh, occurring, and uh, we see you know we see it with our own eyes of, of what you all are reporting and just. For, for ourselves, what's happening on, on Twitter. Uh, but again, social media companies have a responsibility to prevent their platforms uh, from being used by any user uh, to incite violence, especially violence uh, directed at individual communities, as we have been seeing. And the president has been very clear on calling uh, that out. He'll continue to do that. Uh, and we're going to continue to monitor the situation. Right. Same guy who said half the country was trying to kill the other half by not getting vaccinated. Okay, whatever you say. I want to play this here. This is a good example of Fauci from the Dan Bongino show of some of Fauci's BS. Dr. Fauci's time at the White House is now uh, thankfully coming to an end. Uh, just take a listen. Here's some of his greatest Hall of Shame moments. Take a listen to this. The record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. It's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. At minimum, wear a mask, okay? <laughs> One of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over. The attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. So there you go, that's from Dan Bongino, that little uh, gathering of stuff. Um, um, <laughs> I mean, the guy is a, a dirt bag, a slime ball. He's always been inconsistent. He did so much to divide this country. It, ridiculous, ridiculous. And then, and then gaslight everybody, and then threaten people. And the administration was happy to do the same. And then these social media tyrants were happy to do the same. It sucks. These people are just absolute, absolutely terrible. So just so you know what's going on, um, Alice had to leave because our daughter, um. Our daughter was given a well, – I, I drove my daughter and her friend to an activity. Um, and then the the idea was that the friend's mother was going to drive my daughter and her friend here. So so back home. So, so in other words, I drive them there to the activity. She drives them home. So uh, the friend apparently during the activity – got sick of it and asked to be picked up early so the mom did and then didn't go back in or notify us that that our daughter would be stuck there so now we get a call from somebody i don't know who it was hopefully it wasn't the police um saying that our daughter is there needing to be picked up so that is where we are that's why alice had to bolt so that is that i'm sorry about that so this has been a little bit of an orthodox show it was fun it started out fun or almost but we got four cameras the problem is and one stopped working, so then Alice started to troubleshoot it. And while she's troubleshooting, I'm speaking to her. And if you've done a show with somebody, you're either doing it alone or with somebody. You can't be doing it with somebody who's in the room but not really in the room. So that's why I was agitated with Alice. And I've done it too, and I actually give her more crap about it because sometimes I just surf the web when she's doing um, But... But it's like it, it it's important. So so I it wasn't communicated to me why I, she wasn't like talking, and then she said she was fixing the the uh, camera, which I would say like who cares about the camera? It's like we, at the end of the day we got to do the show here, and you know when you're like I can do an, a show alone as I used to do. Remember I did the first like couple hundred I think alone, um, but I knew I was alone. I just can't be 
with somebody, but then truth alone. And I'm not trying to criticize Alice because she was trying to do the right thing by fixing the camera and to be with me, which is which is fine. But I, I was just losing her as I was, you know, I, there's a reason why this camera is here. And I'm more trying to, to just explain like how some of the stuff works because I think you guys might think it's interesting. Alice and I are not in a fight and everything is absolutely fine. Um, but it's just like, it's one of those things where it's, where it's hard. You need somebody, if they're there, if you're engaging and the other person just stops engaging, you're like, okay, so should I go in single player mode? Cause I can, but, but I wouldn't get in it. But that happens. That's one of the things where if you guys who have podcasts probably notice that it's like very important. And as a, and as a, once again, I'm guilty of it too. Like a lot of times when Alice is talking to me, sometimes actually I'm, I'm more even rude about it because if she talks about something I'm not interested in, I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. But like one of the things that made me, I think, a good producer when I was a pro producer for radio is I was I would always show the host that I was really listening, really listening, eye contact, expressions, etc. And they like that. It feeds off that. It, it it's helpful, you know, and useful a lot of times because you get a lot of board ops they don't give a flying f. They don't want to work in talk radio anyway. They want to work for the rock station or the sports station. They couldn't get a job there, so they're like, yeah, fine, I'll take one. For um, but uh, just one of those, uh, just one of those uh, things that that happens. But I am excited. The studio's looking better and better. We've got now four cameras. We've got to hide the wires and do some more work. Uh, we're still using clunky big stuff here, like you could see. You've seen all seen the the board and stuff. It, you know, it's not. I mean, it's a, not a bad board. It's a Merix or Merits, whatever it is. But it's just taking a lot of mileage on it. I, I, but these things have just been banged up too much. They've got a lot of mileage on. I've dragged this stuff across the country more than once. These things have been in Arizona, California twice. They've been to Texas. Everything. They've been down to Philly. They've been, I mean, we've dragged all this stuff has been everywhere. This has been stuff that was started off with the Herald Radio, including this MacBook, and it's just been like everywhere. So now we're thinking like, when do we make? When do you make the jump to better equipment? And, you know, it's 500 bucks or whatever. And we're certainly capable of blowing 500 bucks that we don't have at any time um, on other stuff. But do you do you stick with this? Do you stick with this? Or do you do you just say hell with it and and um, we got the new stuff? Like, friends, I asked a friend of mine, I asked George. I'm like, George, should we? They're, they're finally selling the old Roadcasters, which is kind of the... The podcast um, standard for for um, broadcasting and even there's a mix minus and even taking calls. Those things have been between five hundred and six hundred bucks since they came out. Even Black Monday and Cyber Monday or Black Friday or whatever, it just never seemed to matter. But um, but um, but. But um, but now the new ones are like six fifty, and so I asked a friend, I asked George, I said, George, my guy, should I get the old ones? And he said, no, the new ones are not much better. I'm like, Jesus, what? Although you know who's got an old one is Cullen, so maybe I can get a deal from him uh, through Kirk. Anyway, let me read some of these um, messages. Uh, Morgan says, did Alex Dallas go out for a? Let me see. Classic Dave. Pepper looks exhausted. Yeah, no, she had a good time. She was with Josh. She was with a friend of ours, who's a good guy. Um, 
you have your pouch ornaments. I saw that earlier. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna. Obviously, not even joking. Like I would never have a Fauci thing around. Is in a joking way, whatever. Like I'd rather have like Rachel uh, Levine than than Fauci. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's different. Sam Printon or Matt Damon. You're right. They do look similar. Morgan says live calls would be awesome. We could do that. I guess we could probably do that now. I mean, we've got a Google voice number. We could do it now. I'll see if, if Valis wants to try. I don't think that we get any phone calls. Or, I mean, would you guys call in? Well, actually, we couldn't do it. We, we, I mean, and, and we obviously, you guys, we love you and love that you're with us, but. I don't. I mean, I think if we did live calls, we'd had to, we'd have to open it up to everybody. I don't know if we have enough live listeners that that anybody would ever call. Like at Herald Radio, there were times when we had a good amount of listeners, and like nobody really ever called. Uh, some of the videos coming out of China are insane, says Morgan. Yeah, I agree. It would be interesting if something happened. Uh, did Alice go out for a pack of smokes, Tom? I'll be right back. It's funny you mentioned that because, and I don't talk about my mother much here, but she was a very, not flighty, but she was a very interesting um, woman in some in 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 the sixties. She was visiting our cousins one time, and literally they said she's she said she was going to go out for a pack of smokes, and then came back three years later. <laughs> she sounds like it. She was actually my mother was actually a flight attendant, uh, a stewardess on Air Force One during the Johnson administration. There's no such thing as disinformation. It's just information. Uh, uh, Trish says, slime been moved by friend's mother. Yeah, dude. That is like... you. I can't even get into it because there's a backstory to this. So, But I can't get into it. People are selfish sometimes. Is this Tom's Festivus airing of grievances? No. Um, oh, yeah. Thanks, Trish. Loved Herald Radio's midday stuff. It's funny. The um, for the Herald Radio stuff, uh, I loved it too. There was a lot of great stuff happening there, a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily great, but we had a lot of live programming. You know, I found out, you know, our our listener numbers weren't great, but there was there was not streaming wasn't huge then. Like we were about ten years too early, probably, but um, but we certainly had impact, and I certainly do see now what, how useful that was for the newsroom to have interviews with newsmakers happening every day coming out of the that's that's the model if newspapers are ever going to make it again newspapers i say i mean obviously you're going to phase out print but but if they'll ever make it again um it's going to have to be and it already really kind of is that you break the news on the podcast just grind out interviews in the podcast there's your hard news and then you can have um other podcasts and other programming if you want live programming to do the opinion stuff in between that's it. But really, all of your content, like, and that's one of the reasons the 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 um, at the Herald, you have no idea the stories I could tell. But the union hated us at Herald Radio, one because they suddenly spent a little money um, on on us. Of course, the union hates that; they think they should get all the money. But two because they were telling us, telling management how important they were as journos, as reporters, and we were breaking more news than them. We were making, giving them a lot more copy because we were just grinding throughout the day. We had access to the, the Speaker of the House. We had access to Senate Majority Leader and the governor and the people who worked for the governor and people in the administration. And, 
And like even like that political state stuff was not really my cup of tea. I'm not a real estate politics guy. But damn, there was a lot of content there. There really was. And you know, a lot of times we got we we provided the splash, the front page with this or that. We were always live calls once a month. Morgan says I'd give that a shot. I mean, worst case scenario, there's just nobody calls. And what am I do? Um, but well, that's what I guess. I guess what the, that's kind of the chat chat is for. Let me see. I haven't previewed these, so I don't know what's on this if anything. But I'll give it a shot right now and see what's up. Oh, Alice is going to be rip bleep when she gets back. Okay, here we go. So I was looking at a cameo and. There's like so many celebrities and athletes and um, yeah, wrestlers and whatnot, and uh, it it could be a real uh, like a rabbit hole. So I was looking at it. I thought you had I to pay. Thinking, what me- What celebrity can I ha- I have send a message to uh, the burn barrel? Ooh. What message? And what what kind of message? What kind of celebrity? Um. I don't know who to get. Uh, Patrick Duffy would be nice, but I also could uh, uh, hire William Daniels. So I don't know. There's a lot of celebrities. Okay, so let me. Alice, of course, will have no, no idea who to get. Who I would like to leave to send a message to the Burn Barrel Podcast as a celebrity. Hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt, JLH, that is right, that is right, and you know, yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt, that is the one, if I was, if it was back in the 80s and I would have said Heather Thomas, not Heather Locklear, never did it for me, Erin Gray, there we go, but this is what I'm thinking, like I have no reason, I don't need, uh, you know, Kirby Puckett to leave me a message, is he alive, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I enjoyed the interview with the Hollywood cousin-in-law the other day. But man, that's a long way to get to that final question of, hey, would you mind directing and filming an OnlyFans (laughs) video for us? (laughs) Yeah, I tell you, I mean, if Alice wanted to do OnlyFans, I'd be fine. I mean, what do you do? I mean, she's not, she's not. They're not always naked, right? They don't have sex. They don't, but if she wanted to, like, just be sexy, I'm obviously this stuff won't surprise any of you. Obviously, I'm, I have no, I don't care. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't want to. I shouldn't get myself in trouble. I don't care, whatever. But I don't think she's going to. And you know, it's probably not for the reason you think. But she's a good Christian woman, Alice. At the same time, her generation. I'm not saying her, but like I've told you about guys that I've talked to her friends before. Back when I, I was first dating Alice, she would bring her friends over. And us, like guys who were in our late 30s and early 40s, were like, oh my goodness, there's like a boat full of uh, 23-year-old beautiful girls in the boat now. And we're like, how do we even speak to these people? And they'd just show us the videos they're watching and the stuff that they watch, viral stuff, etc. And talk about just culture and dating and, and including like the things that they would do romantically some of the stuff in the in in the the and um and um oh and about sending nudes around pictures etc and these were like these are girls from lexington massachusetts all of them support pedigree 
with college degrees, intelligent of one kind or another. I'm not, this is not include Alice. But they would talk about like what they would send and why and how and they were they were totally nonplussed about sending nude pics. Their only criteria was that they looked good. That was it. And I was astounded, astounded by this, that that's a generational thing. Is it, oh, yeah, of course you're sending this. It's like maybe, are we just more like France? Or is it the internet just broken a bunch of people? I don't know. But, I mean, I don't know. You can ask Alice, guys. Ask in the chat chat tomorrow if you have questions around this. Because she knows that I was like, you serious? That like, if you if you know, so I'm 49, and so anybody I was kind of dating, which was few and far between, however much I tried, was a kid of the 80s, and uh, you know was a young person of the 90s, and the the way things have progressed. When it comes to kind of private couple stuff, I, I've said progressed. I'm trying to think. My inner attorney is, is whispering in my ear right now. I'm just saying there is a huge cultural difference. Huge. Huge. There is. There is. I'll, I'll, I'll put it very PG. In 1993, with my then girlfriend, if I wanted to try to. Uh, be romantic. There was a series of very stringent steps I had to hat in hand take, showing the utmost respect and etiquette, showing it at every step along the way how much I prized her as a person of virtue and beauty. It was you guys know it was like a. It, the Goonies, when you have to jump from thing to thing, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. or Harry Potter, whatever it is, it was like it was walking through a minefield, slowly getting to the next area of uh, agreement, and 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 if everything were if everything worked out okay, then perhaps there would be an agreement that we would meet right here. If you suggested that perhaps the agreement meant that we met right here, she could either try to beat you to death with an iron, storm out of the house. She would definitely tell her friends what you were suggesting, and you would be, your name would be destroyed. It would be a scandal. For people 20 years... 15 to 20 years younger, right here is an expectation. Right here is an expectation. Right here is an expectation. Things that in 1991, if you were a guy and suggested, hinted at this stuff up here, she would stab you to death with a butcher knife. She would go to trial if she went to try, if they even prosecuted her, and she'd be let off. Now it's just like, oh, yeah, she, it's unbelievable to me. I, 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 you know, I, guys, you know what I mean. Ladies, if I was too, if I encrypted it too much, then I'm sorry. But maybe I didn't encrypt it enough. I'm not sure.
Mac here. How you doing, crew? On hood. On hood. 55. On hood. No jumper, cuz. No jumper, cuz. Cuz. No jumper. Burn barrel. Yeah. You sporty, you nifty, on hood. <laughs> is that Crip Mackers and Mac Jones? I didn't watch the Pats game, so I'm not sure. Or is it Crip Mackers and YouTube, YouTube Celebrity? I'm not sure. I gotta see. I gotta check it again. Hey, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Phil. You too. Uh, just wanted to uh, let you know, Tom, geez, you, lately seems like you've been really giving Alice the bums a rush. But what? what the heck is going on? You're trying to make this a 15-minute a, a uh, podcast instead of the normal uh, 45 minutes or so? Come on, true? give me a break. L- let her finish her thoughts and just pipe down for a while, and, and then you can then you can get involved. And again, don't don't try to rush the podcast. It's 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 entertaining, and we want to keep it as long as possible. So when when would that have been? If it was four days ago, this message happened. It may have been, you know what? Maybe Phil, you might be right. Maybe I'm being a bitch too much. You know, you know. Sometimes, sometimes the the podcast is the last part of the day where there's crazy crap going on. Sometimes there actually is, or there is stuff that we are up against. Absolutely. Sometimes, Phil, you might be right. I might just be turning into a total bitch. When I will, I, I will run a full diagnostic test on my level of bitchiness, Phil. And um, and I will make um, improvements based on that. Uh, last thought. Hey, now that you're down there with your family, uh, would be kind of nice to meet some of them. In particular, uh, your brother James. We've heard so much about him. Maybe he can stick his, uh, his mug in there for a uh, minute or two so we just get to see if this guy really exists. <laughs> anyway, again, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your vacation. And uh, we'll be seeing you. You too, Phil. Thank you. I appreciate that. My brother James wants nothing to do with being on this. My son James actually also wants nothing to do with being on this podcast. My daughter reluctantly sometimes will want to come in, and sometimes she'll have actually a a, a message. Um, and my little guy is just crashes the podcast all the time. Um, but yeah, I don't think my brother would ha- ever want to be on. Although, if he wanted to, I'd love to talk to him. He's an interesting guy. He's a he's an entrepreneur. He's a innovator he's he knows he's really smart and with a bunch of a lot of stuff he's always been he's always been how would i say it if we were in business together i don't know what business would we be but he'd be the guy who really deserves all the credit and i'd be the guy who gets most of the credit just for not shutting up that's what what that would be but he's he's a guy who's you know what i'll say it like this he has improved the world my brother where i have really not just caused trouble Hey, Burn Barrel Crew. Hey. I have a movie pitch for you. Yeah. It's about this guy and a dog. Yeah, but at night he turns into an octopus. But in the but when he's a man, he he, he he's afraid of swimming. Water just tears terrifies him like you know, swimming in, in general. And he's also lactose intolerant. Let me know what you think. I don't think that's bad at all. As a matter of fact, I liked it. Compared to um what is that thing I saw? Licorice pizza? It sounds freaking fantastic. That thing sucked. Sucked. S-U-K-E-D. Oh. All right, guys. So Alice is getting our stranded daughter. And uh, if my wife is subsequently arrested for us abandoning our daughter, I will do a special Burn Barrel podcast for you. Thank you, everybody, for being awesome as usual. 
I really appreciate it. Alice will be back, and um, and um, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Phil, I'm doing a diagnostic to see if I'm being too bitchy all the time. It's it's possible. It's possible. That comes over. Well, you guys will be mad about this one anyway because we were fighting, snipping at each other anyway. So I'm in trouble for this one, I'm sure, anyway. But anyway, thank you so much. Talk to you later. Subscribe to the stuff if you want to. We get, we're, we're way late on uh, new uh, merch. We'll try to get some of that done as well. See you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.